Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast for nannies by a nanny. I am your host. My name is Martha Reddick. And each week on this podcast, we discuss issues involving nannying. This week, we are going to be talking about starting with a brand new family and transitioning into a household. And my guest this week is my dear friend and nanny extraordinaire, Leah Fryers. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here. Thank you for being here. Of course. Um, so... Just to give you um, a little bit of background about Leah and myself, um, we are both nannies in Chicago. Yes. We've both been nannying about five years. Uh, I think I'm four. Four years. So a little under you. But you also nannied in Atlanta. I did. I say four years in Chicago. Yes. 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 This week we're talking about starting with a new family, which is a big scary thing even for seasoned nannies I always um even date nights sometimes when it's a new kid Mm -hmm. I come home more exhausted from like an hour before they go to bed of a date night with a new kid than with kids that I'm with 10 hours a day if I know them yeah um they don't know you you don't know them you don't know their routine yeah, it's and hard. it's it's really, really hard. Yeah. It's that decision fatigue because sure. you're making all of the decisions oh, yeah. all day. Yep. Um, so great. So you've interviewed, you applied, reverse that. Yep. Uh, you've applied, <laughs> you've interviewed. You got the job. <laughs> Woo. Now what? Now what? Uh-oh. First and foremost, finding out exact hours yes is important especially if you like Leah and myself are actors or you have mm-hmm. anything else going on in your life yeah um because there are parents out there or families out there that if you are their nanny you are expected to be there until they get home and they don't necessarily tell you when that's when, going to be yes um so that's a good thing to ask in that interview. And even asking, are there going to be days that might be later? Mm-hmm. Are 
is, is that going to come up at all? Because I right. need, you need to know that for your own schedules. Yes. Because they rely on you. If you need to leave, you can't. Right. This is not like a job, like a computer no fill desk in for you. job where yeah. it's like, oh, I didn't get everything done that I wanted to get done yeah. today. I'll get to it tomorrow. Yeah. You can't just no, you walk out. <laughs> so, yes, that is something that is particular with this job mm-hmm. um, that is not true of every job. Yeah. Um, so just knowing the expectations on the hours. And knowing that it's okay to give a specific end time if you really need one. Yes. Because you, they need to be just as flexible with you right. on your schedule. Right. And, um, but also knowing that you need to give that beginning of In day. Advance. Yep. Or, oh, yeah. or earlier. Or way early. Yeah. Yeah. Ideally earlier, but beginning of day, uh, especially yeah um no later than beginning of that day (laughs) because you know how it is they're if they're a working parent and they're going to be away things happen things come up and you know that but you need to know if there are going to be days that are not going to work right that things come up yeah you can't be flexible with a leaving time right um so that communication that's going to actually probably be the theme of this episode Mm -hmm. is communication is key, especially when you're starting. I would even say for your sake to ask for a, a, um, itinerary contract. Oh, to ask for a contract because then it's all written out. You know exactly what's expected of you. You know exactly what hours they're going to be. Yes. You know which holidays you're not going to be working. Mm-hmm. Maybe they will even let you know of vacation plans early, which is always nice to know so ahead nice. of time. And vice versa for mm-hmm. you to know to tell them if you're planning a vacation, which days you're going to need off because you don't really get days off. Right. You yes. just don't. You if, don't because they're... A lot of families don't have a backup, backup nanny. Yeah, and even if they do, that nanny might not be available. Yes, those days. So yeah, letting them know as soon as you can mm-hmm. about any days off you need and things like that because they can't take off from their job. Yeah, a lot. No, they can't. They're, they're taking off as yeah. much as they can probably. And in a similar way, though. Parents can still take sick days right. and stay home because they have you there, but it's hard for you to take a sick day. So yes. just being aware of all of these things and maybe being upfront and asking them what their backup plan is if yes. you need to take a day off for any reason. Right. Knowing that they have one is really helpful mm-hmm. because I know that I've worked for a family before where... I was really sick mm-hmm. from their kids. Their kids got me really sick, right. stomach flu sick, and I had to take a day off. And they t- they asked me, well, what should we do? And I was like, um, I don't, I don't know. know. Stay home from work? Yeah. I can't come in. Yeah. And then also knowing beforehand with any new family that you start with, especially if you're full time, do you get paid sick days yes and how or many paid vacations or, or paid vacation yeah. and how many mm-hmm. um that's super important and that a contract would take care of that and but discussing if, if you're gonna take taxes out and everything is yes. really important too like what kind of job is it going to be under the table or right and a lot of that is like what you prefer to because yes. some of the, a lot of families i feel like could go either way yes yeah but you need to let them know up front all up front yep. um 
So I would say even in the interview process, this yes. is like probably where you should say all of this. Right. But if you got the job and didn't yep. cover all of this. That's okay too. That's okay too. And now is the time though. Yes. It's not six months in. Because when right you get now sick. you are the parents' greatest resource. Yes. You are the most important thing in the world to them. So mm-hmm. they will try and accommodate they will try and be flexible with you. Yes. Because they can't really do anything without you at this point. Right. So, great. You've covered sick days and pay mm-hmm. and all of that yep. good Vacations, stuff. Vacations, everything. Yep. Vacations. Um, you arrive at 7.30 a.m. Yep. on your first day. Mm-hmm. And what do you do? Um, you've got to feed them breakfast. Yeah, that's A the lot of the time. Thing. If they haven't had breakfast, get them fed because children are monsters when they are hungry. So are adults. So are adults. <laughs> but children are worse monsters. Yes. Sometimes. Because they don't have as many social filters. Nope. So yeah, uh, get them fed. And that is when those allergies mm-hmm. know yes. those allergies. And anybody with kids with serious allergies most likely will tell you but don't depend on it yeah um also a good talking point about what kinds of foods that they eat yes and what they like to eat what they shouldn't be eating especially for certain meals like breakfast like maybe some parents don't want their kids having so much sugar right in the morning you know right so, so not finding out lucky charms every yes day. but finding out like what they like to eat and that's also a good question to ask yes and as you transition to getting to know those kids finding that balance of what the parents say they should be eating mm-hmm. and what they're actually going to eat yes because i feel like especially for full-time nannies sometimes you end up knowing their children's eating habits better than they do definitely because you're there all day Mm -hmm. um for example a kid that i have nannied for um really 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 didn't like snap peas and his mom consistently, because in that family, mm-hmm. uh, she would write down what she wanted them to eat that day, like the ideal yeah. of what, and we could change it. It was f- flexible, but just like based on what we have in our fridge right now, I think this, this is, is the best meal. Be, yeah. Um, and she would do snap peas all the time, and <laughs> I, uh, just wouldn't. Give them. them, yeah. Um, and I would write down something else, but it got to be where he went into kindergarten and uh, she was packing snap peas in his lunch. Oh. And I was like, You just he gotta, doesn't like them. <laughs> Stop it. you just yeah. gotta tell her, yeah. Um, because she's gonna keep doing it, yeah. Um, and he he did, and and I wrote a note too at that point, that's nice. Um, but but he also was like, Mom, I don't like snap peas. Yeah. And, and that's after like trying them a lot of times. Yeah. So like there are kids that are like, I don't like this. And you're like, well, you've tried it one time. So yeah. that doesn't count. It doesn't count. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So knowing food, because that is something that you are going to deal with probably six times a day. Mm-hmm. If you are there for 10 hours, mm-hmm. that's about six 
yeah. eating points yes, meals, during the day. Snacks. Yeah. Um, so covering food from the jump, talk to the parents about it and then talk to the kid about it yeah. if they can talk. Can talk, yeah. Um, if they're a baby, then it's a lot simpler. Yeah. Because there's... They're going to be on a schedule. The parents will provide you what schedule they're on. Yes. And which food they need to be eating. Exactly. Yeah. And when. Um, but for toddlers and... Um, really little children Mm -hmm. or even older children yeah talk to them about what they like yeah and for older children also getting them involved in cooking Mm -hmm. Um, oh they love to help they love to help and if it's just stirring something oh my gosh they'll stir forever they will and And they like do a pretty good job or sometimes i get them to wash dishes oh yes that is the best it's the best they love that bubbles just put bubbles in a sink yeah and they will clean all your dishes Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, food is important because uh, nobody is in a good mood. Mm-hmm. If that's, that's true. If meals aren't happening. That is very true. Um, or if they just don't touch anything on their plate. Because yeah. I've certainly served something to a child and said, like, this is what's for lunch. You have to eat this or not. And it, that has come back and bitten me mm-hmm. on the behind of, like, two hours later yeah tantrum city so striking that balance with the child of i want you to try this Mm -hmm. but But i also want you to eat but i also want you to eat something (laughs) so yeah so that's all good to know yeah um cleaning Mm -hmm. what you're expected to do household wise most of the time it's gonna be anything that the kids deal with yes so any kid dishes any laundry that they have picking up toys things like that usually you don't have to do the parents work or anything like that unless you transition into being a house manager Mm -hmm. um which a future guest will talk about that uh because she just transitioned into being a house manager because the child is now old enough yeah yeah, is now in school school all day but they loved her so much that they wanted to keep her Mm um and for example, with me, one of I, I have less hours now. So one day a week I come in mm-hmm. early and like for three hours while the kid is in school, I go run errands. Yes. I'm in a similar position. I do it like two days a week, I think, which is also really difficult. And yeah. maybe need to talk about that, too, because we were talking about this earlier. Grocery shopping for other people is difficult and terrifying and terrifying. Especially if they can't be on their phones and communicating with you like, they don't have this type of milk. Is this milk going to be okay? Right. You have to make some split decisions sometimes. But obviously, after a while of doing that, you get into the routine and rhythm and know what is a better second option. So, But that is good advice for right when you start. Um, If you are going to be expected to do grocery shopping Mm -hmm. or even... Even if you're not taking note of the things that they choose to buy and the brands that they choose to buy right from the jump Mm -hmm. is really a good idea. Yeah. Just starting to like look like, oh, they get the like antibiotic free chicken nuggets Mm -hmm. like by this specific brand. Right. And that's another thing is like how healthy is the family that you're nannying for um, or how health conscious. Yeah. Um, how much stock do they put in? Right. Like, it needs to be organic. Yeah. Does every meal need to have 
a specific meat protein or right. is there other, are there other options that you prefer? Right. Yeah. Or I have never run across this, but um, is the family vegetarian? Yeah. Yeah. Um, or vegan. Mm-hmm. That would be that would be hard. Really hard. Yeah. But but there are families yeah. where and the whole family work. is yeah. vegan, and that's great. Good job. And you Good learn on them. to cook a lot of interesting food. You do. Yeah. You do. Um. So yeah, taking note of of the types of brands that they use. Mm-hmm. Okay. They've had breakfast. Yes. Now what? Now what? Now what do you do? Some really good resources when you are getting to know kids are um, libraries. Yes. Because the type of book that they check out is a treasure trove of Mm -hmm. information about them. I just went to the library. They... A kid spilled his ice cream and was just heartbroken. And the ice cream man had moved on. So there wasn't an option to get more. And so we went to the library and looked up ice cream books as like a, um, and that's not getting to know him, but that knowing that researching something would make him feel better Mm -hmm. is something that I've learned now, but you can use that as an asset early on. I also think um, one of the things that I like to do is have them do a little bit of solo play mm-hmm. just to see what kinds of things they're playing with. And also when they're a little bit older, what kinds of things their imaginations come up with, like yeah. what kinds of storylines they use when they're like playing with action figures or figurines or anything like that, especially because they might be a little hesitant to warm up to you right away. Right. So I like to let them play a little bit let them know that I'm there and then ask questions about the games that they're playing and like oh what if this character joined in and they can be like absolutely not you're wrong that character doesn't exist in this world exactly like oh I didn't know but just to like see how they play and what kinds of stories and things that they come up with I really like that's a great idea there's also um a lot of families that I've nannied for I've seen these and I've actually gotten it as a gift for some families um they're cards Mm -hmm. that are I think they're called tell me a story cards and they have pictures on them and so doing that with a kid because so the order that they get laid down in and then you create the story to connect to those that's very cool it's a really cool it's a great gift yeah hence for everyone and because it's a picture they don't have to be able to read yeah um and they like have recurring kind of characters Mm -hmm. the ones that i'm specifically thinking of have like a squirrel and a porcupine (laughs) and you know like the porcupine is carrying a letter and then like having a party and it's like you know but depending on how it gets doled out. Yeah. So that's a really great resource. If you um, have those cards and bring them with you that mm-hmm. first week, that's a great thing. Yeah. Or if you look around and see that they have those cards, getting those out is a yeah. really good idea. In that same vein, drawing. Yes. With I was kids just going to say that. Yeah, definitely. Is super. Because even if they are so young that you don't, know what it is (laughs) some kids that I have nannied for drew snow shovels over and over and over and then when it snowed I saw why because they each had their own shovel and they loved shoveling the path that's awesome you know and so you learn so much and even I would say like along the same lines as getting them to play and then asking them questions getting them to draw something and even if they hadn't had a specific idea of what it was when they made it 
asking them what it is, mm-hmm. they'll just come up with something. Mm-hmm. And it's great to see that and their imagination fostered by that. So Yeah, and um and having them draw people. Yes. Like their their own family. Or giving them scenarios maybe of like mm-hmm. something to draw. Although that gets kind of tricky because then a lot of them are like, I don't know how you do it. Right. Yeah. Which happens a lot. Yes. Once you show them that you can draw something, they will ask you to draw it a million times. Which is a problem for Leah. And it's not really a problem for me because I've never been able to show a child that I can draw (sighs) because I cannot. Yeah. Well, even I don't even think I'm a great drawer, but... You draw a ghost and they're like, that's amazing. Please draw that 80 yeah. more times. Actually, I have gotten into that situation See? once with yeah. a cupcake. Uh-huh. Once I saw I could draw a cupcake, it, it was game over. Yeah. I drew so many cupcakes. So many those cupcakes. Be- those little girls. They're all over the place. Another fun thing to help figure out personality is making a playlist. Ooh. If they like music, it's also really helpful for car rides. So helpful. Because if they had a say in the playlist, mm-hmm. then they're going to be quiet and listen to yes. it. And then you can focus on driving. Yes. Just saying like, what kind of music do you yeah. like? Um, and in- Spotify <laughs> yeah. is oh, yeah. a really Disney great tool. playlist. Thank you. Spotify yeah. sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> Not really, but maybe. <laughs> yeah spotify shout um, out. yeah um i'm in a interesting situation because when i first started the kids that i nannied they didn't like to listen to music in the car and it wasn't that they wanted to talk either they just liked these silent rides which drove me insane right because i need to talk and sometimes i would ask questions and they would just be like stop talking to us and i'm like oh my lord what am i gonna do talk radio they started to request talk radio the moth like npr any storytelling kind of podcast they loved it now they're a little older they like their music and now we all get to pick a song in the playlist which nice. is really great so yes. that i get some of my own music Your in little there. touchstones my of... little influences of little motown action nice i mean yeah, uh right. i will also say the beatles mm, so uh, good one Yes. The album one, yeah. I bought that specifically for nannying because they never curse. Nope. And I that is something because also keep in mind with playlists or songs or anything that you introduce, you are signing yourself up for three to nine months of that, of that same on thing repeat. over and over again. Um, yep. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. Music, playlist, and having a dance party. Oh, that's the best. Is a great way. Self-expression. Self-expression. Yes. Passes time, Mm -hmm. gets them moving, Mm -hmm. worn out for that nap time. Yep. That is something that is a great way to get to know a kid that's structured enough that you both feel safe and Mm -hmm. secure. I mean, you feel safe and secure Mm -hmm. probably always, but... um, but that the child knows the rules of that. Yeah. And you can show them how silly you are because I think that especially yes. during that first week, showing them that you are silly and you are going to play with them. Yes. Very important. Is so important in building that trust and that relationship. Mm-hmm. So those are some really great things to do. Like. Yeah. When you first start. Yeah. When you're getting to know them, trying to figure out their personalities, how they mesh with you and figuring out a routine of things that you know that they're going to like. That they're always go-to things that you can do with them. And I would say, especially when you first start, 
erring on the side of over planning for yeah, the day absolutely um is is a really good idea have have bailout activities of like nope that is not working yeah because there are things that they're not gonna like to do right and you will you will tell them what it is and how awesome and fun it is and they'll do it for a minute and then be like i don't want to do this anymore and then you're like great okay i didn't have anything else so oh my god yep yeah Um, so definitely having a plethora of activities and things to do and taking a walk going outside like exposing them to nature seeing what kinds of things they point out to you what kind of walk around the block mm -hmm. can take an hour yeah oh yeah let's let's dig in this dirt and see if we can find a worm yeah or like that rock looks interesting yeah put that stick down um (laughs) stop hitting your brother (laughs) exactly um all clues to their beautiful beautiful personalities (laughs) especially if the parents don't want you to drive them that's also a big thing um or you just don't have like the car that day or feel comfortable doing it quite yet which is fair that's totally fair all of those besides the library potentially Mm -hmm. you don't need to go anywhere yeah to do the park is always another good option there's so many parks in the city of chicago there are there's so many finding a new park one summer we just did the summer of parks and we went to a new park every day because there's so many of them yeah and it kept them so interested and if there was one they really liked we would go back to it right oh that's a great idea yeah because there are some that have a specific Mm -hmm. thing that they love some of them have water and some of them Mm -hmm. don't just yeah things like that or a big field next to it yes um you can have picnics or just let them run and bring a ball and then they're done and then they're they nap yep so hard beautiful yeah speaking of naps that's another really good thing that you need to learn uh in that those first couple weeks yeah is their schedule yes the routine how they do things because kids are creatures of habit so if they do something with their parents they're gonna expect that it's the exact same way with you right or if you are coming in replacing a previous nanny oh yeah there's also that's big too that yeah. of like that's not the way we and they'll to transition to things that they you will. do specifically but especially in those first couple days weeks it's important to make them feel like nothing's really changed right we're still doing the same things and i'm still yeah i'm honoring your yeah. schedule mm-hmm. over my own yes so yeah knowing when they're expected to go down to nap mm-hmm. and then in those first couple of weeks you'll figure out when they actually, actually go, down. <laughs> go down for nap um or like adjusting the activities that you do during the day right to like how much time do i have to get home yes to put them down yeah yes that's a good yeah. point or how much time like traffic in chicago yeah. or in the city where you are yeah. is a big factor of yeah. like from four to six you have to tack on probably 30 minutes yeah, extra. At of, least. Like, it's just going to take a while. Yeah. Um, and that's when that playlist is. Yeah. I would also say that uh, knowing how much time it's going to take to actually do the whole nap time routine. Like, do they read a book before? Yeah. Do they change into comfier clothes? Like, what is do it? Do they that- put on a pull-up? Oh, yeah, exactly. If they're, if they're, if they're still training yep. potty or training. potty training. Mm-hmm. 
um, just you all don't of train that. to wear a diaper. No, you don't. You just kind of get thrown right into that. <laughs> yep. They don't even ask you. No. They just pull one on you. Oh my gosh. It's... I know. What if you didn't even want to? What if you just wanted to go potty right away? Wow. We never ask. We never ask. That's, guys, these we're are changing some things. New, I mean, these are questions that we all have. Yep. Um, but yes, if they if they need to if they're a bedwetter, yep. Because um, even older kids, um, like nighttime sits, there are some kids that I know I need to set an alarm mm-hmm. for ten thirty because after they've been in bed for a couple hours, they need to like go to the bathroom. To the bathroom. Yeah. So I have to like wake them back up, go to the bathroom, yeah. and then get them back to sleep. Um, so things like that mm-hmm. are important to know mm-hmm. and good questions to yeah. ask. I would also say, I just want to touch on this a little bit because it's important on like what money you're going to spend, which is another really good question to ask in the beginning. How are we going to spend money? What kind of money do you want me to spend? Because I've had it both ways where I've had a family that's given me a credit card and Uh I've just had that credit card the entire time, or there's like a drawer full of cash or I pay for everything on my cards and turn in receipts. Yes. So you want to know what you prefer, what they prefer, and if they will be flexible, Mm -hmm. just like what that situation is, or like how much money they want you spending on them. Like some are like, sky's the limit. Go to every play place in the world and spend lots of money. Others are like, I need to keep it tight. Right. So it's like a certain amount a week. Yes. So that, and that will be important on like what kinds of activities that you do. Yes. If you need to do a lot of free activities or if you can just go to museums and play places all the time right yeah so yes knowing knowing kind of what your daily or weekly budget Budget is 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 very Mm -hmm. is good to know and also like for eating out because eating out can be like a super special treat uh leah and i have taken the kids that we nanny to um pizza places where they can build their own pizza that's really fun especially if they can get involved in it it's mm -hmm. they love it and it's shaped like mickey mouse yeah disney sponsor me um <laughs> so many sponsors i know hopefully one of them will work yeah, um just keep name dropping i will uh but yes they things like that mm-hmm. of can we go out to eat or do we have to yeah. stay at home and eat yeah Great. So that is some general advice on starting with a new family. Yeah, getting started, figuring it out. Really, what I would say is just ask a lot of questions and and really reach out to the parents and the kids. Yes. Because you also have to remember that you are now in control but for a child that it that can be super scary someone yeah. that they don't know that they had no choice in them coming into and mm-hmm. you coming into their lives yeah. and now you're telling them what to do yeah um which actually we did forget one thing discipline yeah asking about, about oh, like that's time a out huge thing or, i figured that that would be a whole nother episode and and it will be <laughs> it will be but just touching on that right yeah. now of do figuring do out outs? discipline do do, yeah exactly. styles of the parents and and where you overlap mm-hmm. where you differ and is it okay if you differ if you differ yeah um because kids need very 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 clear boundaries they need them and they love them actually yes and it it seems like they don't sometimes and they do i promise yes, you absolutely 
Um, it makes them feel safe. It does. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So uh, asking the parents what they what they do mm-hmm. when the kids talk back. And those or, kinds of things will probably shift in the time that you're working with them. And a lot of it will be talking with the parents on like, he's been showing a lot of this behavior or she's been doing this lately. Like, how can we switch that? And mm-hmm. they'll probably come to you for a lot of that because you spend all day with them. Yes. And they're going to want to know. Yes. What's working. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yes, just keeping that, those doors of communication open. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot of families that I have started with, uh, have had kind of a communication log mm-hmm. ready to go for me. Oh, but if, yeah. if the family doesn't have that, I would also suggest that of including what they ate that day, what time, what time, mm-hmm. how long they napped, uh, bathroom yep. stuff. Yep. It's important because if they poop during the day, then the parents should know that. Because if they don't poop at night and they're like, did you not poop all day? How right. do I know? Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Um, and if they haven't pooped in several days, yes. then there's, there's a problem. A problem. <laughs> um, and and then also just the ups and downs of yeah. the day. Yeah. Like if I always try to. If out or yes. if somebody pushed or anything or I, even the good things. Right. I always try yeah. to include one yeah. good thing. Yeah. One maybe. I, I never try to include one <laughs> thing include. that needs to be yeah. adjusted, yeah. but um, if something happened that day. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times the the families, I will actually just send them a text like yeah. in the moment. Yeah. Because um, a lot of parents want updates during the day with yes. pictures and things that you're doing because it makes them feel like they know what's going on, that they're not just in the dark of everything and they want to see their kids in the middle of the day. Yeah. Cause they miss them. Yeah. And that actually is another really good point of if you plan on taking pictures mm-hmm. and putting them up yes. on social media, you ask. need to ask the parents Absolutely. for permission. Um, because a lot of parents are fine with it, but if they are not, that could be, be a really big deal Mm -hmm. if they were trying to keep their child completely off of social media and you're just putting up pictures given a lot of the parents that I've talked to have been like yes I was very much strict about that in the beginning and then I realized everywhere I take my child (laughs) other people are taking pictures of whatever like at the zoo yeah my child is next to the elephant right so yeah they're gonna be on social media but anyway that's an important question to ask absolutely because it's their children it's their children's privacy um or their family's privacy because it's also like their household and I was gonna say that too that we should have touched upon that a little bit is that you are so in their world now yes that everything that you see and that they do and papers that are left out you're gonna come in contact with them so it is really important to know to make sure that their stuff is kept private this is their family this is their house you might be dealing with some really delicate things, but know that it stays there. Right. Right. That's your responsibility yeah. as a nanny yep. is to and keep a, their privacy. As a human being. And as a human being. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, one other thing that I just thought of um, to maybe ask, I would ask in an interview, but also make sure that you know, is there a gun in the house? Ooh, and if God. so, where is it? Yeah, um, that's I, real important. I know a nanny that actually asked that in interviews, and if there is a gun, will not Ugh. take on that family. Um, Interesting. But knowing your stance on that, your yeah. personal stance on that, and then also if there is one, 
Because you're nannying for toddlers. Yeah. And they will get into everything. You can have it on the highest shelf, locked away, and they will find a way. Yep. Life finds a way. (laughs) Um, You can't be watching them all the time. Yeah. Step away to wash a dish, Mm -hmm. to put something in the laundry, anything. And it takes two seconds. It takes two seconds. So just knowing that from yeah that's a good one very first moment that you step into their household is a good idea also just taking stock of the house when you walk in of like is it properly baby proof yeah and if it's the fragile things yeah Yeah. (laughs) where are the family heirlooms what things don't you want your kids to be touching what rooms should they not go in yes because there are families that are like this room is totally fine if it's a wreck Mm -hmm. this room when we come home we want it cleaner and they might not say it like that but also as you walk in every day watching what they cleaned up that the night before because that's probably the room that they want clean when they get home yeah so if you are spending time at the end of the day tidying up I would focus on that room over like this is the kids play area which is going to be a mess it's going to be a mess whatever you can clean it up and yeah because I also have like spent a lot of times getting the kids to help me clean up and then the parent gets home and like within five minutes of the parents it's destroyed again (laughs) and I'm like well I tried yeah um so yeah those are Some things really getting started, really good things to keep in mind when you're starting with a new family. It is exhausting Mm -hmm. and just hang in there. Yeah. Know that you'll get through it. It'll get easier. It will. Um, And if you are friends with other nannies, either reaching out to them during the day or having them like meet you for a glass of wine. Yeah. After that first week mm-hmm. to just decompress talk and talk about it is a really really good idea for your own health and sanity yeah because a lot of other people that don't have this job don't realize they don't the toll that it takes on you yeah and you need to talk to people who get it which is why parents get together with other parents to drink yes exactly (laughs) they need to and they will spend the entire time talking about their children because they need to just vent they need to know what other parents do or is this bad am I doing the right thing it's just the same with nannies yes and um and just and just realize that you are not alone and that it does get easier mm-hmm. and you will fall in love with the children yes um because every child is wonderful yeah, in their own way and are. i do honestly believe that but during those first couple of weeks just know that it might feel uncomfortable yeah um and that's okay and that's okay because you will get there yes um but and more than likely they the parents will be checking in with you asking how things are going making adjustments yes. based on what's been going on. And that's where you can voice your own opinions and your own concerns. Yes. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Great. So at this point in the episode, we are going to have Leah share a fun quote. Okay. Or so, story. Yes. A little bit of background on this one, a little setup. I was talking with the three-year-old that I nanny about boy and girl parts because he asked me straight up if I had a penis, and I told him that I did not. And instead of using vagina, because I feel like that's a little harsh, I say vulva, because Mm -hmm. that's actually the external genitalia. Anyway, so we were going over this, and I asked him, all right, so boys have penises and girls have, and he just looked at me and said, 
long hair because all the pictures of girls have long hair that is very very good it's a good point it's he good didn't point. really get the lesson no he didn't especially because then i had to explain to him that girls actually don't all have long hair right and then there was some gender stereotype talk. Yes. Oh, yes. We <laughs> went through the whole thing for a three-year-old. <laughs> That's delightful, He though. got a lot more knowledge than he wanted or needed. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Leah, thank for being you, Martha. here. It was a pleasure. And thanks for listening. See you next week. The Chronicles of Nannia is produced by Martha Reddick and Logan Nielsen. Artwork and logo by Noni Amadon. Theme music by Brad Kemp. Find him at secondbedroomstudio.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of Nania and on Twitter at Nania Podcast. To contact us, email chroniclesofnania at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.